Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have a very special guest. You know him. You love him. He's an airbud. It's Mike Benner. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me in Dunktown. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Welcome to Dunktown. Uh, <laughs> Dunktown Village. You haven't been here yet. No. Um, new location. New location. Same old stupid idiots. <laughs> That's the slogan outside Dunktown Village. That's it was right. Painted like on your door. Yeah. <laughs> Population two. Uh, how's it going, Mike? Not bad. What's new? Um, you geez, were, I don't know. You were traveling. You went to uh, I was in Europe Copenhagen for a, bit. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, what were you doing there? Just on vacation with my girlfriend and uh, what turned out to be her entire family. What? Yeah, they like all kind of jumped onto the trip because they all were like jealous that everyone else was going. (laughs) You can just do that? Yeah, like it ultimately, it was like, it was we were going to join her sister and her husband and their kids for Mm -hmm. like a little bit of it. And then her other sister was like, well, I want to go and my husband's going to be working in Amsterdam that week anyways. Oh, wow. And then, so they all jumped on and then her parents were like, we don't want to miss a family trip. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, it was like, uh, but it was nice. Yeah, actually, fun. that's what happened when I went to Europe too. Is I was trying to like schedule it with my brother, and then my parents found out and were like, "Well, we want to go too to Poland, where my family's from." Yeah. So it turned into a family affair. <laughs> it was nice, but that—that's your family. Like I was like, yeah, stepping yeah, yeah. into no, totally. I think it was nice that I was there. I think people like I was a nice buffer. Like mm-hmm. they might not have gotten as annoyed with each other because I was there. Because <laughs> they couldn't know? be as real as they wanted to be. Because yeah. they're like, oh, Mike's here. Yeah. But I'll, I'll <laughs> let her have it later. Oh, <laughs> also, they're Korean. So like there's just like a lot of conversations happening where I just went like, sitting there like smiling. And they're probably just, In like, Korean? Yeah. Oh, okay. I had no idea what they were saying. Oh, okay. Like talking about me. They probably yeah. were. Yeah. They're like, yeah. look at this guy with his crazy smile. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there waving. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> They're just talking shit, but like smiling. Had you ever been to Copenhagen before? No, never. It looks so cool. It uh, it's like been my like number one place I've always wanted to go. Oh, for really? A long time, and uh, it really lives up to the hype I had in my head. Oh, he posted some cool basketball courts. Oh yeah. Uh, because they have insane basketball courts there. Yeah. Like, there are courts there that are like, they double like as skate parks. So like, that's crazy. There's just like ramps and ledges and then like a hoop in the middle of it. <laughs> and there's like people skateboarding and playing basketball at the same time. Um, yeah. And it's someone like, did anyone like, you know, skate, catch some air and then dunk oh, yeah. in the a, hoop? Uh, a, 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 a humanoid dog <laughs> in sunglasses. <laughs> Rode around and he was like, Time to shred. And he <laughs> grabbed the basketball and Ollie through the hoop. Uh, yeah. He had a backwards baseball cap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I want to go. I mean, I want to check out that show, baby. <laughs> what oh, show? The dog, the dog show. The dog, oh. show. Yeah. the dog dunk show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because that's real. <laughs> um, that's cool. I haven't traveled anywhere. I've just been here. <laughs> <laughs> We went to to a new location for. (laughs) Yeah, I moved. moved. That's true. You traveled all your stuff somewhere. I traveled my stuff. (laughs) Uh, We went to a wrestling thing. Oh, we did go to a wrestling thing recently. Um, You were nearly crushed to death by a large man? Yeah, it was great. Multiple large men. We went to the Battle of Los Angeles. Our Irish friend, Alan. Longtime Dunktown listeners will know about Alan because I think it was maybe our first ever episode. We talked about him a lot because we went to a preseason game with him. Mm-hmm. He comes to LA once a year around this time. Yeah. And why? Well, how do you guys know him? How do you know Irish <laughs> Allen? We know him from the internet. From the internet. God, okay. Yeah. And he comes to LA once a year, year, every year at the exact same time. Um, He's very he, funny, very nice. He loves Los Angeles. He loves. Uh, the Cheesecake Factory. He loves he, ruffles, ruffles and Sprite. Sprite. Milky Way. American things. Like wow. specific American versions of these things that you can't get in Ireland. Um, and he, he hates sauce. Yeah. What do you mean he hates sauce? Like he won't so Why does he like sauce? a Cheesecake Factory? He, he gets just like a, a plain burger on a on bun. On a bun. On a bun. <laughs> on bun. <laughs> on bun. <laughs> Would you like it on or off bun? Um, no cheese, no sauce. No sauce. Nothing. Maybe a little bit of ketchup, but very light. 
I want to meet Alan. He seems fascinating. He's coming over. Later. Yeah, you might meet him later. <laughs> yeah. um, but he loves wrestling. And he was like, hey, I, I've got this wrestling thing Thursday night. And that's all he said. He's like, I, I can hang out, but I can't hang out Thursday night. I've got this wrestling thing. And I was like, wait, is this um, pro wrestling gorilla? I've heard a lot about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, it is. I was like, any chance you have an extra ticket? I'd really like to go. And he was like, yeah, I actually have two extra tickets. And we were like, what the fuck? Why didn't you just like invite us to this? Well, I found out later that he was planning to sell them for a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) And instead, he very kindly offered them to us. Just gave them to us. So nice. Is it like a hard ticket to get? I think it yes. yeah, like, yeah. It sells like, out Like, he had to get up quickly. at, like, 4 a.m. to get him, that kind of thing. It was, like, a big deal. And actually, t- tonight's the last night. It's, like, a three-night thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, he... We went to this wrestling thing, stood in line for a long time so we could get good seats, go in there, and it's, like, in this kind of small space. It's, like, very intimate. There's a, a wrestling... The Globe Theater in downtown LA. There's a ring in the middle, and then, like, maybe maybe 10 rows of chairs mm-hmm. on each side. Yeah. Um, and then little like opera balconies mm-hmm. f- for the fancy people. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what to expect. We Alan didn't. did not prepare us very well. And we walked in there and sat down and we were like, what are, do we need to be concerned about like someone elbowing us? <laughs> like, And I just, I tend to become friends with people sitting next to me at sporting events. Yeah. It's just a habit of mine. So I'm talking to the people behind me because I was afraid I was scooting into their knees. They're just folding chairs that are sliding everywhere. You and- are a high person's nightmare. <laughs> like, I've been at like Dodgers games, like way too high. And then like suddenly the person next to me decides to start talking to me. Well, and I'm I like, please stop talking. I won't have co- a conversation with someone who doesn't want to have a conversation. Like I actually hate that too. I hate when someone like I'm clearly watching the game. We yeah. had this last time. Yeah. And someone like will not stop talking to me. But all I did is I turned around and I said, oh, I'm so sorry if I'm scooting into you. And they were, they were like, is this your first time? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, this is so great. You're going to have so much fun. Just be sure to um, get out of the way when they jump towards you and take your chair with you be, or you'll lose your chair. Take your chair with you. Yeah. Just like yeah. scoot your chair with you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I have like, I came straight from work. So I have like my computer with me. Like I have all this <laughs> shit with me. I got us expect- dressed in business casual. Yeah, I'm wearing my work clothes still. I look like an idiot. And I'm carrying my laptop around. And I'm like, I didn't realize this was like interactive. <laughs> and it very much so was like the whole crowd knew exactly what to say at various times. But, but it was such a supportive environment. Like they were, they would chant things like, if um if a wrestler lost a match but was really good, they would chant, "Please come back, please come back." Aww, yeah, it was cute. So nice. It was so cute. And they also um would would chant, uh, "This is awesome." Yeah, was a chant. Yeah, and like, "Holy shit!" was a chant. <laughs> but then the so in the beginning the ring the like uh one of the guys who organizes it comes out. Were you gonna say ringmaster? Ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> the ringmaster comes out with his whip and his top hat. No, but he, um, he, I guess he used to wrestle and he has like a wrestling mask on and he does this little speech and he was like, here at Pro Wrestling Gorilla, every month is Women's History Month and every month is Black History Month. And the whole crowd is like cheering, saying it with yeah, him and like, like standing up and cheering. And then he has this whole speech that's like very funny and very like charming and supportive and inclusive and then uh at the end he goes and every week is shark week (laughs) and everyone like says it with him uh we it was very much like um a club like an insiders thing that we were very much so outsiders for but did it feel inclusive? It felt great. And did it Everyone feel like, was so nice. Was it diverse or was it like, because I just imagine it's mostly like drunk white dudes. It's mostly white guys. Yeah. But there's a lo- there's a big Hispanic po- population because I think that like a lot of the like performers or, were Mexican. Yeah, yeah. There was like, actually, so there was like some guys from Mexico and some guys from Japan and one guy from Hawaii, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because wrestling is popular in Japan too. But um 
there was also a lot of women there. I, I mean, like, I was kind of surprised the number of women there. Um, Are we talking like you expect that there to be like 10 and there were 20? <laughs> or like I think I expected there to be like, yeah, like f- a handful, like five to 10. But it was like, you know, maybe like 30 to 40 percent women. There was oh. like a lot of women, I would say. What do you think? I think I think that's a that's high too number. high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you're right, but I did look around like there was a lot of dudes. like couples and a lot of women like wearing like Joey that guy Joey's shirt. Oh yeah, Joey Fatone. Yeah, <laughs> well it was like a, it was like a name. it was like a knockoff white claw logo, but it and said Bad Boy Joey, um, and I want to buy it. <laughs> it was a cool shirt, cool shirt, and he was great. Bad boy uh, Joey is also just a fun thing to wear. Yeah, yeah. it's great. I'm going to buy the shirt. He um, had these like tight pants, no shirt, and ski goggles and like long hair that was like partially dyed like purple or pink or something. Was he drinking a white claw? No, no. he oh. was. He wasn't. You know, um, but I, we all. We all. Oh, sorry. Can I share one quick white claw story before we yeah. off it? I, my girlfriend ran a uh, the Malibu Triathlon last weekend. Oh yeah. So we had a hotel out near there. Um, the night before and we were going downstairs. There's like three weddings at this hotel and one dude like was like in a suit and uh, just drinking a White Claw and everyone who like came onto the elevator was like, White Claw, nice. <laughs> like, like, oh, you got a White Claw. There's a shortage of them. You hear it? Like, at, like White Claw, like everyone was just talking about White Claw and like talking to this guy about it and then the doors open in the lobby and there's just like this, <laughs> this like, Dude who probably was at the bar for a while, but he was wearing like sunglasses and a tank top and like a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nice. Can't break the law when you're on White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> and then like we got off the elevator and he got on. Oh, Amazing. my God. Yeah. People love, love White Claw. They're clamoring for it. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Back to the rest. No, of it's fine. Um, I, we just had such a fun time. It was it was a great night. We saw um, friends of the show, Nick Weiger, Owen Ellickson. It's just like fun. There was also friendship. that guy from Tool there. The guy from Tool was there. The, uh, <laughs> Matilda was there. Oh, yeah. Matilda was there. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mara Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. She used to follow me on Twitter when I was on Twitter. Nice. Felt well, why'd really, you get off Twitter? I I had no use for it. Mm. But you're you're the Airbuds account mostly, I do run the Airbuds right? account, yeah. but that's because uh, my two beloved partners uh, don't do it, so <laughs> someone has to do it. Yeah. All right. Um, Shout I, out Jamel and Peter. I love you. <laughs> they will hear this. I do think, uh, like, I didn't really use Twitter before Dunktown. Anyone who goes back far enough in my Twitter, we'll see it's pretty, it's pretty bare. I, I like got, I wasn't like big or anything, but I had like six or 7,000 followers. And to me, it just was like, uh, inviting strangers to like insult you. Oh yeah. Like if I just throw like a half ass joke on there and Mm -hmm. then like three or four people are like real funny, like, (laughs) like, don't you mean this or whatever? And I'm just like, why am I just offering like a window into my brain to like strangers. That's yeah. Why, that's really why I got letting strangers live rent free in your brain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the secret is you don't read the responses. You just ignore them. <laughs> yeah. But then what, how can, how can you do that? <laughs> well, you can change it so you can only see things that people that you know and follow that's fair. send. And then you can talk to your friends. Oh, maybe I should and get back on Twitter. And the, stra- <laughs> and the strangers are filtered out. That's nice. Yeah. Agata knows all the social media tips and tricks. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to run my social media? Uh, do you want to pay me? <laughs> I'm very we'll expensive. Talk. We'll talk. <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we get into previously on basketball? This is a segment where we try to recap all of the things that happened in the previous week. There's so much stuff, but we try in previously on basketball. Previously on basketball. Supergirl. Nice. Supergirl. <laughs> Michael Jordan goes full turtle, launches a tequila brand. (laughs) New York Liberty wins the first round pick in the draft lottery for the first time. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard say they're committed to Team USA 2020. Wizards Isaiah Thomas undergoes thumb surgery, will be out six to eight weeks. 
Warriors Jordan Poole asks Zendaya on a date via Instagram comments. She doesn't respond. <laughs> NBA approves harsh new tampering penalties. Magic Johnson wants Katie to be happy. What's this yeah. clip we have for Magic Johnson? Let's know. watch it. Kevin, if you won back-to-back titles, you MVP of the finals as well. Where are you going to find happiness at? I just want him to find happiness because when I look at Michael Jordan, I look at Kobe Bryant, this brother, Kevin Durant, is one of the greatest scores we've ever seen in NBA history. Absolutely. NBA history. So I just want him to be happy, but I don't know where he's going to find it at if he can't find it at Golden State. He doesn't want Kevin Durant to be happy. Yeah, I didn't believe a word of that. <laughs> Some dumb boomer bullshit. Like, yeah. He probably thinks like depression isn't real. Oh, like, what for do you sure. have to be depressed about? It's like, it's the chemicals in my brain, Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah for like, sure. Yeah. Magic Johnson, look, his like outward performance of his personality or of him is always like touchy feely, loving, like you know, uh, kind of hippy dippy a little bit, but everything I hear about him is like, he's kind of an asshole. Like there's all these stories about him being horrible to people who worked in the office of the Lakers. So yeah, yeah. he doesn't need to talk about that either. Like, yeah. why, does, why does Matthew Johnson need to like have an opinion on everything? I love magic Johnson. I think he's a great player, obviously a uh, great businessman, weird, <laughs> great <laughs> business GM. Yeah, great businessman. Magic Johnson Theaters. He, he owns like 20 TGI Fridays. Really? He, he makes most of his money off of like his movie theaters and, and restaurants. I had no idea he had yeah. theaters. I mean, that's essentially was his quitting the Lakers speech was like, I don't need this job. Yeah. <laughs> I make a ton of money. But then like I hear... I'm not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he doesn't like he doesn't know Kevin Durant. I don't think Kevin Durant doesn't like talk to anybody except for Bill Simmons for some reason. So like he doesn't need to, con- I don't know why, yeah. why, why comment on a personal thing right. that you have no idea about just cause you want to be on TV. Yeah. Grow up. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I was annoyed by that. No, it was very annoying. Like I, I do. I, cause also, sorry, the sh- it, there's a shade in there. It's just being like, He's calling Kevin Durant a baby, essentially. Yeah. Like, he's saying, if you couldn't be happy there, that you're not going to be happy anywhere. That's yeah. the implication of what he's saying. And I do think it is... Yeah, it's it's kind of condescending and like uh, belittling of maybe some serious issues Kevin Durant actually has. Yeah, and also just an adult man with a private life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Matthew Johnson, back off Kevin Durant. I'm very... De- that's one thing Edgar and I have in common. We both <laughs> are very defensive of Kevin Durant. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of people come at him, and you know, why do I gotta talk to you? As he would say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also like he already won two MVPs with the Warriors. Like he, well, like why not move on and do something else? Like, yeah. right? Like, because I guess the Magic Johnson like happiness means winning as many titles as you can. Plus, yeah, I probably. think. Like Magic Johnson stayed with the Lakers forever. I think he's one of those dudes. Like there's the the players whose philosophy is like, I'm just gonna be this team's guy. Right. I'm just gonna like stay with this team forever. And that's like that is like boomer shit though. That's like when they're like, Oh, I worked at Southwestern Bell for forty eight years and why can't you kids do shit like that? You know, it's like because we don't have a thing called a pension anymore. And <laughs> yeah. Did. That company doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like most companies won't hire full-time people anymore because they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay for their health insurance or whatever. It's like and they're not the world's keep, different yeah. now. They're not going to keep you on for 48 years. Like they'll cut you as soon as you, you know. Yeah. As soon as you get too old or whatever. Do you think if he could, Kevin Durant would work remotely? Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Like, he's just like a millennial. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go live in Oakland for a little bit. Like, I'm going to go live in Brooklyn now because that's what I want to do. If he could, like, somehow teleconference onto a basketball court, I think he would. Yeah. I think he would, too. Yeah. I think he would be very happy 
working by himself in his office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he or clearly like, doesn't like the media side of his job. Yeah. So probably yeah. he could just duck out of that shit and only play basketball. If you could like, <laughs> I could see him like living in a van, you know, yeah. having like an Instagram account, like hashtag van life. And he's just like <laughs> driving all over. Does he, is he van. married with kids or anything? No. no. Single boy. Yep. I don't even know if he's dating. I mean, he's very private. So he's had, uh, I think he had like a girlfriend, a long-term girlfriend until like his late twenties. And then I think it's been radio silence on who he's been involved with. Yeah. Hey listeners, if you know, uh, who Kevin Durant is dating, if you're hit currently us up. dating Kevin yeah. Durant too, yeah. Come on. Yeah, we want the juicy gossip, <laughs> yeah. please. Um, I was, I was just going to mention, um, Hey listeners, if, um, you're young and you're trying to figure out how to ask a girl out. Uh, okay. I was going to ask. Do not <laughs> I do it in Instagram comments. I did not see this and I want to, I want to know more about it. Okay. Okay. Click on the second screenshot, Gabe. So this is, this is a, a photo of Clay Thompson's girlfriend of him, of her and him together. And Zendaya comments comments with a heart and a like a sad face, like a sad, uh, like a whiny. Like, just no, I like, think it's like it's the, like it's so cute. Yeah, I'm crying yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of face, yeah right? exactly. Um, and then Jordan Poole comments underneath that and says double date with a laughing emoji. <laughs> He's shooting a shot. I mean, you can't <laughs> deny it. But also, what? What? I mean. First of all, I love Zendaya. I'm a Me huge too. Zendaya Me fan. Too. So, hey, Jordan Poole, I get it. But that is but, not the way to do it. Well, and like, it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> it, it makes me cringe so hard. Do not let the whole world see you do this. <laughs> if it was another, is there a player that could get away with it? Is no, it, because mm, even, remember when um, Sixers center, who... Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid yeah. was Rihanna. doing that with Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just not. It's not a good look. Yeah. It makes you look so desperate. With Joel Embiid, I mean, he's a goofball. So it's kind of like, oh, that makes sense. But I I just. <sighs> I think that's what that's what my thought process was. Because I thought when Joel was doing it with Rihanna, mm -hmm. it was like kind of funny. And he's like, he's already trolling so much anyways. that It yeah. just kind of felt like. Yeah. You know, someone asked him, like, essentially a joke question, and he answered with a joke answer, yeah. right? which was, like, I want to, well, why I want to date Rihanna. And then he, like, you know, when he became an all-star, and he, like, turned her down by the media, like, <laughs> that was also, fun. it was, like, a funny callback. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, Joel Embiid can kind of get away with it, but, like, Jordan Poole is a rookie that nobody knows. Yeah. So is that, like, is that... Like, if he was rich and famous, would it be different? He's already trying to pull clout, and he's a rookie. Like, the, he's, he's, I actually, when we're watching the, um, the draft, he's very cute. He's got, like, big glasses. He's got, like, cool, big hair. Um, but he's not, like, he wasn't one of the, like, stylish, you know, he wasn't a, um, the Bull, what's the Bulls rookie? Uh, Oh, he God. was he was handsome. He got big hair. He had a really nice outfit. I can't remember. His it's a uh, white Kobe White. Kobe, Kobe white. white. Yeah, he was great. Um, but but Jordan Poole was kind of like he's kind of like a a nerdier looking dude. Uh, but but very handsome. Uh, but it, I don't. I still I don't know. I no, still don't think it's like there is historical precedent for this working. Kobe Bryant when he was a high school senior very thirstily publicly asked Brandy to go to the prom with him. Oh, that's and right. And Brandy went to the prom with Kobe Yes, Bryant. I remember on, this. On what? Friendster? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like on like local news or something. Okay, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, right. That's what everyone's that is, that just... is different though. I mean, it's still very thirsty, but like the news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't Instagram like news for Gen Z now? <laughs> That's why I, don't, it just, I wouldn't it, fucking write that for medium now. It makes yeah. me it makes me cringe. Jordan it's definitely Poole. cringy. Jordan Poole, get it together. Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, wait, who said, is that our rook? Was yeah. it uh, Clay Thompson that said that? No, it no, was someone it was on just Twitter. A Twitter person. Oh. 
She was a Oakland fan, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was just, uh, that was ridiculous. And don't take a page out of Jordan Poole's book. Just don't. <laughs> At like, least public- slide into the DMs. Yeah, don't publicly <laughs> ask anyone out. Yeah. Like, that's actually so much pressure. Like, now Zendaya, like, has to, like, deal with she's this shit. not yeah. even gonna look at it i'm, I'm sure of it. i mean he's he's verified though so like it's gonna she's gonna be aware of it right i mean she might see it but she's not gonna respond to that no but there's probably like a little bit of pressure on she'll her. probably see or hear of it since we're hearing of it i can only imagine she i don't think so it's not a big enough story he's not a big he he's nobody right now at this point is she a basketball fan i mean she's commenting on clay thompson's instagram account it was it's Laura Harriers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But all I have to say, I just looks like a supermodel. So they're probably like model friends. Model yeah. friends. Uh, I just want to take one second to say I love Euphoria so much. It's so good. It's such a good show. I first watched it kind of with a, with like a, I'm not going to like this, but I just want to see what it's about. I'm like, oh, this is like a teen drug sex show. And I jokingly called it my teen sex show for a while, but it is legit so good. It's a absolutely beautiful stylistically. It takes a lot of risks and does things that like I enjoy. Um, It switches styles quite a bit. And just I like that all of the characters are women and it talks about things that women have to go through or identify as women, I should say. As a non-woman, <laughs> I don't relate at all. No, just kidding. I like it a lot, too. It's so good. It's really Did good. Did you, you watch, watch it? it? Yeah. I, didn't, I need to finish it, but I'm yeah. like halfway through the season. Oh, I love it so much. And I just love her character, Zendaya's character specifically. Like She's great. She's, she's so, so good. fucking good in everything, but like especially in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it makes me mad. Because I'm good at nothing. And she gets all the talent. Will you stop pounding the table? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I just broke the table in half. All right. Today we watched the Washington Mystics at the Las Vegas Aces in game three of the 2019 WNBA playoff semifinals on September 22nd, 2019. Let's meet the girls. I have met the most amazing group of women. On the Mystics, we have Natasha Cloud, <laughs> Natasha Cloud, Ariel Atkins, EDD, Elena Deladon, Emma Messiman, Latoya Sanders, and off the bench, we have Christy Tolliver, Ariel Powers, and Tiana Hawkins. Head coach, Mike Tebow. And the Aces... We have starters Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Kayla McBride, Asia Wilson, and Liz Cambage. Off the bench, we had uh, Derricka Hamby, Tamara Young, and Park Ji Sue. And head coach is Bill Lambier. Um, let's go ahead and get into the game. Can I ask a question real quick? Oh, oh. yes. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to uh, no, you're good. derail. What's the, uh, I've met the most uh, wonderful group of of women. 30 What's rock. that from? 30, from 30 rock. rock. Okay, got it. Yeah. I like knew I recognized it. I, <laughs> I listen to your show and every time I hear it, I'm like, what the fuck is that from? <laughs> yeah. Um, for the WNBA, I don't know if people have noticed, but Gabe has really like changed all of our drops to female focused things. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> and uh, very good at finding those little clips. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Anastasia. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's get into the game. Let's go, girls. Let's play some basketball! All right, so first things first. uh, Mike's late. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yep, I was a little late. I'm sorry. I apologize. Mike's out getting dim sum. We like to call out our guests on this show. We like to make them feel guilty. I was 20 minutes late. 
It gave us a lot of 24 slack. minutes. Sorry, I'm 24. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, we don't know. But Look it was at actually all the commercials. We, we got the fast forward. It was it was actually great that you were late because I was running super late. I was watching this dog in Eagle Rock. And so She's sitting in a park, just watching <laughs> this weird dog just chew on some trash. I was just staring off at a dog in Eagle Rock. No, I, I was dog sitting and um, just I fell asleep and I took like a little nap and woke up too late. Had to like walk the dog and stuff before I ran over here. And so here I was. You are shaving me. <laughs> I was so glad that you were. You texted me and you're like, I'm running a little late. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, but yeah. And Agata and I had time to put all of our snacks out and one, get once ready. again uh dunktown if you ever have the blessing to be a guest on the show <laughs> great spread they, they, they treat you like a king or queen here well can we use that quote when we're recruiting guests yeah <laughs> just you want me to write it down i'll yeah, email it to yeah, you yeah yeah thank yeah. you yeah yeah we'll put it in the the pitch emails like uh yeah hey, hey. obama <laughs> <laughs> You want to be Obama. treated like a king? You've been president. Yeah. What about king? Imagine all the snacks you could get. <laughs> but you've never been treated like this before. Uh, uh, that would be so fun, though. He's a basketball fan. He loves basketball. Yeah. We should yeah. get him on. I mean, I bet Mark Marin gave him like a fucking cup of coffee. If yeah. You, like, tell him you've got a bowl of chips. He'll be Ooh. here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anything could happen. Anything. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe a little kissing action you think we one of us would one kiss one of us yeah but i don't know which one where would you kiss him mm. on you the could mouth? kiss obama anywhere it would be the mouth yeah oh, god i'd give him a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> think of the just for the story i wouldn't yeah. give him a blowjob but i would just kiss him on the dick somewhere got it <laughs> a blowjob is just french kissing kissing a crotch right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would kiss him on the lips. Close mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Because oh, you don't want to like violate. Yeah, his I marriage. respect Michelle Obama, but a closed mouth kiss is nothing. No. <laughs> that doesn't count. All, no, like, everyone does. French doesn't. people greet each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what Tom Brady and his son do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about so, the game. So, Lachina Robinson and Pam Ward are um, the announcers on the game. And. Uh, I always like seeing LaChina Robinson out there. She's great. She's great. She had a really uh, bright necklace on. Yeah, her necklace was too shiny. It was reflecting all the light. It, it, it kind of looked, um, it was like soft focused. It was yeah. like <laughs> It's like someone put that portion of her torso like in After Effects and like added <laughs> like glow yeah. and sparkle. Yeah. Um, so, hey, LaChina, tone it down. Yeah. <laughs> Tone it up. I would, yeah, let's get some hoop earrings at that yeah. point. Yeah, and like a tiara. Or wear yeah. the like uh, full body glitter. Um, oh, yeah, that Vivica Fox yeah. wore. Yeah, the outfit that Vivica wears. She's, she's I don't an know icon. what you're talking about, but I believe you. She she is at a lot of Sparks games because she's like a sponsor. Yeah, the, her the like wig. hairline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watched, at one of the games we went to, we could see her from anywhere in the whole <laughs> arena. You can see her because she's sparkling in a head to toe, like, green glittery just beautiful perfect outfit it was was it a jumpsuit or just like a suit suit i couldn't tell but it was like all the same i think it was a two-piece thing and then like a little turban headband glitter thing it was the perfect outfit um so right off the bat the aces come in strong they're just like raring to go the crowd is bananas waving their little white towels around and Liz is like laying the ball in. Asia Wilson had a crazy block, like right from the get go. They're just going crazy. Yeah, I mean, they were down 0-2. Their back is against the wall. They're in front of their home crowd, and they showed up, and we're just like, "Fuck you! We're not going to roll over." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we started talking about Ella, Ella, Elena, De- Elena. <laughs> Why can I not say? I'm just going to call her EDD from now. EDD, yeah. that's great. Uh, we started talking about her, and you know, Mike, you you mentioned <laughs> that you are not a fan. Do you want to explain this? Okay, I am a fan of her game. Uh, right, she's shout incredible. Out, uh, MVP, yeah. of the of the league this year. Uh, 50, 40, 90 club first WMA player to do it. Yeah, uh, she is unstoppable. She's a basketball terminator. When she's on the floor, the Mystics like like they just have a shot to win any game. Uh, she's like a glue that like brings that 
team together and do you think she's like the liquid terminator the guy that like melts into the (laughs) fire yeah why not (laughs) robert patrick yeah Yeah. i'm just trying to imagine i'm just trying to envision what you're seeing i mean she's got that the mask now so it's like kind of like it looks kind of shiny yeah and like liquidy so yeah yeah, sure she's that okay the t1000 okay um but what i don't like about her uh is she uh she talks in the voice of her dog on Instagram. <laughs> and she has a giant Great Dane. She's got a big Great Dane, very cute, like the dog. But then she'll like post a picture of the dog, and then the caption will be like, "My mommy <laughs> loves me more than I love bones." It's just like, I hate it so much. Especially because I think like I I really loved her for a long time. Like I like I just was a big fan, and then when she started posting about that. Like that about the dog. Um, it just like made me look at myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, who's this person that like I had like affection for? Uh-huh. Yeah, and why aren't I a better judge? Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm. I'm not a fan of the dog only Instagrams um, where they're speaking in dog person. That's not the right way to say that. But, but it's you know like do- I mean. from the dog's voice. Yeah, where it's like me and my mommy went on a walk, and it's like okay. All right. Yeah. It just gives you like a window into like someone else's brain. Yeah. And you're just like, I wouldn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, I mean, if I knew you personally. I, I get I get the instinct to make a separate Instagram because it's like, oh, I'm posting a ton of photos of my dog. Maybe this is kind of annoying on my own Instagram. And here people can just see all the photos of this dog. That makes sense to me. But taking it to the level of like speaking for the dog. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. I like and I like seeing dogs on Instagram. Me too. I love a dog fan. But like, I don't want you to like, A, you don't know what the fuck your dog is thinking. Yeah. Your dog might hate you. Your dog might just be like, I would run away if I didn't get food from this person every day. Yeah. What if you open the door and your dog tries to run out? Your dog hates you. Yeah. I think the thing that bugs me the most is (laughs) dogs just want to go outside. I didn't mean that. You're you're assuming that your dog has a speech impediment where it replaces W's with or L's with W's. Yeah. Why can't the dog be smart? Why can't it be a sophisticated like English gentleman or something like that? I know some smart dogs. Border collies, usually <laughs> just like, smart. I'm just bragging. Po- I know standard poodles are the smartest dog, apparently. Uh, yeah. Gabe's dog Louie is a smart. He's very smart. smart angel. Yeah, what's up, Louie? Shout out. Yeah. Is so he- yeah, that's my only problem with Elena <laughs> Deladon is that she's an annoying person, and I dog used mom. to like hope she wasn't. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. That I I think that's totally legitimate. Great player though. Yeah, she did win just just recently announced. She got MVP. And then she deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's playing with like a broken nose and a broken leg. Yeah. yeah. Her knees like half she robot all, now. Yeah, She looks yeah. all banged up. We also got into a discussion about wearing makeup that I think was interesting because it, it looks like Elena's wearing make, uh, eyeliner. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell if she's wearing eyeliner or if she has eyeliner tattooed on her eye which is also a possibility um because we're talking about liz cambage and she has um fake lashes she has eyelash extensions and she has microbladed um eyebrows but on top of that i don't think she's wearing a ton of makeup maybe a little lip but her lips look like they have something going on yeah but i think overall like you can't wear like a ton of makeup or it would I guess get in the Run. way or you know there's sweat going on like yeah, it, would, it would drip into your eye I feel like you couldn't last two minutes in a game of basketball with makeup on yeah I think yeah but it looks yeah like Liz Cambage looks like she has something on her lips but I understand that I feel like if I'm I know like you know how many people are watching that shit on TV I wouldn't want to be like barefaced either I would be barefaced <laughs> I don't wear makeup but do you think Elena Deladon has the like the eyeliner on her mask. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! She, like, drew it on no, because she was rubbing it when she took it off on the bench. She was like rubbing her right her eyes towel all over it. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to tell. I wonder. I want. I would love if to it, talk a, to a player about it. Yeah, I mean, if anyone out there knows or has heard a player mention wearing makeup, please hit us up. Hi at Dunk Town, because uh, this is super interesting to me. I think that it's also one of those things where like. Kelly Oubre mm-hmm. wears eyeliner sometimes. He looks Will great. he start wearing it on the court? I don't think so. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Why so. Not? Because the same the same thing is going to it'll run. It'll get in the the way of his game, I, I think. I think uh, some company, Maybelline, CoverGirl, <laughs> something needs to make like athletic grade yeah. cosmetics that uh can work for men, women, whoever wants to wear them while they I sweat. I mean, there's waterproof mascara, waterproof eyeliner. You can wear I mean, I could go swimming in some of my makeup and nothing's going to happen to it, but I don't know. I feel like you're not you're not adding anything to your game by wearing it. So it's purely cosmetic. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> well, also it's purely cosmetic. You, but it's true. You do better when you feel better, and when you look better, you feel better. I so. think there's also this thing that always bums me out about like people on the internet, or probably pre-internet, people would say like if these women look better, I'd follow the WNBA more. So I'm like, I don't like the pressure to look good. I don't want there yeah. to be any pressure, like, because they are on camera and like being broadcast. I'm sure they think about it. Yeah, but like, it should be a choice for sure. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm pressuring them to like wear makeup. <laughs> yeah, Mike, back I off. I just like it's like badass. To, yeah, like, if you're like if you show up on the court like done up, like that would be intimidating to me on the other yeah. team. I'd be like, oh damn, like, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think yeah, do whatever you want. Whatever you want to do is fine. But like, I get that pressure because i would not want to be on tv with nothing on my face. right and didn't you say that who wore the uh ponytail extension at the all-star game that was liz too liz, Cam Beige? Cam Beige. Yeah. yeah like that's badass to me to like show up being like yeah like i'm gonna come out here like look good and kick your ass like, right i want to like yeah i'm intimidated by like better looking people than me oh I, yeah me can, for sure can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think for the all-star game though it was like so low pressure and Fun. as she mentioned she was just partying the whole time and getting wild and i assume she was like you know putting her ponytail in which i think that definitely will weigh you down because that shit is heavy yeah on your head yeah. and also some ladies have like these like long braids and stuff i'm like i don't know how you could do that Everyone in this game was wearing a tight, as <laughs> as Akata said, everyone on the court has tight buns. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I clarified. Dot, 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 I clarified. Yes, I <laughs> clarified I was not talking about their butts. I was talking about their buns on their heads. Um, and that just seems like the most practical way yeah, to like, the most keep practice. your hair out of your face. And Should they reboot bun heads, but about the WNBA? <laughs> yes. Instead of Please. Fucking wish. Yeah. Okay. First quarter, 24-23, moving along. Um, there's an interview with Mike Tebow and he just looks, he's looking old is all I'm going to say. He looked like tired and like worn out. Let's just say it launched us into an extended discussion about the six flags, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We did talk about him for a very long time. (laughs) And we looked at, we found an article about him. First Agata was like. Um, the Six Flags man's probably dead by now. <laughs> and Mike and I were like, he wasn't really old. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it happened an hour ago and I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, so I Googled him and I found this guy and apparently he had to sign a very strict NDA that said he wasn't allowed to reveal his identity, which made me laugh a lot. Just thinking about like, what if Anastasia came up to me and was like, hey, I have to confess something. I'm the Six Flags guy. Please don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> his closest <laughs> friends and family didn't even know yeah he goes he, on like a first date and like the other person's <laughs> like my biggest turn on this is weird the six flags guy and yeah he's like, like fuck I can't he's like biting <laughs> his knuckle <laughs> oh he's like to his family on thanksgiving he's like i have to i have a uh, work thing i need to take care of now and he goes to the office <laughs> <laughs> he gets a page on his beeper on thanksgiving like, fuck <laughs> They need me now. <laughs> they need a, they need another take of the dance. <laughs> Who can blame them? Oh, I, it's iconic, really. So yeah, that's my tip. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what he was looking like. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna move this along. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla McBride got a hot three, and then we went uh, ended the second quarter, 37 to 47. They also mentioned around halftime that almost. I, I can't remember the percentage, but almost all of the points made for the aces were Kayla McBride, Liz Cambage, and Asia Wilson. They were just going off. Yeah, Cambage was uh, unstoppable. Uh, she was She's a throwing goddess. her weight around. She's an absolute fucking goddess. 
I love her. I worship yeah. at the altar. Dirty yeah. player also. Yeah. Which I don't mean Do in a, not in a call her way. dirty player. No, she's she, an angel. She just knows how to like throw people out of her way. Yeah. In a way that I'm just like, it's dirty, but I love it. And, yeah. And you want to be thrown out of her way. <laughs> if, if Liz Cambage <laughs> wants to push me into a fountain, I'm 100% for it. <laughs> B- bully me, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a whole fetish online, like on Pornhub or something. There is, is. That is like tall women that will like step on you. That's like a whole thing. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know that. But it's like, yeah. I guess everything's like really a thing. short dudes, right? No. It's like goes no, into like no. Vor. You know what Vor is? No. no. Vor is a really specific fetish that is hilarious to me. Uh, it's like the fantasy of having a giant woman eat you. <laughs> Oh my god! So there's a lot of like drawings of like like men just like inside of like a large woman's belly, and she's like rubbing. It. <laughs> is it is it an acronym? I don't know what okay, "vor" stands okay, for. Okay. Yeah, a little man between two buns, <laughs> hamburger buns. Literally, it. We, got, we <laughs> like, have to clarify what buns we're talking. I know about we talk we about <laughs> buns a lot, but both meanings, all three meanings. All- we got hamburger buns in there. <laughs> Um, that we did get into a conversation about whose butt do you not want to see? Oh yeah, because we, Mike brought up that pretty much any athlete's butt is going to be great. Yeah. So, like, which NBA player's butt do you not want to see? Yeah. For me, I I said um, it's got to be Dirk because he i can't imagine that it looks great but also he's my grandpa and it just feels wrong you don't want to see your grandpa's butt exactly i don't i don't want to get a, a look at that old <laughs> saggy i mean he's not that old but you know he's, he's, he is an elite athlete it's not it's not going to be like saggy yeah he hasn't been retired that he did long. eat a lot of ice cream he said uh, I, that he was just eating ice cream since he retired how much weight do you think dark nowitzki has gained since he retired 45 pounds. I got, if I played basketball for 22 years straight and was like basically on a strict exercise and diet regimen, I think I would go off the fucking rails. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I think like, even if it's not like an old man, but I still, it doesn't sound appealing. I don't want to see it. We were also talking about like Jokic, like there's no good photos of his butt. So he might have a good butt, but I just, when I think about him, I think about Hank Hill's diminished glutes. Like, I don't think of him as having a butt. Yeah. If you don't know what Anastasia's talking about, <laughs> just Google Hank Hill butt. Yeah. It'll be the first image result. That's a whole section on Pornhub. It's <laughs> Hank Hill butt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like... If you I, don't know I, what we're talking about, you got to watch King of the Hill. Yeah, it's, like, it's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. I, I watch it when I'm, like, cleaning the house and stuff. I just throw it on. It's such a good show. It's the best. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on it. My first... Yeah, uh, that's my right. My first Hollywood showbiz job. Oh, King what'd you do? I was just a production assistant. Nice. Did yeah. you uh, get a good glimpse of that butt? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, like, framed above my desk. And every day I'd walk in and I'd... Kiss my fingers, touch the butt. <laughs> I did one time have to. Um, the offices were like in this like vast office park in Encino, mm-hmm. and like the in building like went on for blocks. So the hallways were just long and cavernous. And uh, before a table read one time, Tom Petty went missing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tom Petty uh, plays Lucky on the show, uh-huh. and he was going to be at the table read that day to play his part, and no one could find him. His manager couldn't find him. <clears throat> and I had to go traverse this like cavernous building. Oh my god! And I just found Tom Petty, like I think maybe high, just, like <laughs> looking at art on the wall. But it was like office building art, so it was just like it was like a picture that came with the frame. Oh my god! And he god. just was like, admiring it, like it was a museum. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, Mr. Petty, <laughs> like the table read starting soon. He's like, ah, oh, cool. Like it's that way, right? And I was like, yeah. And then like I. <laughs> slowly walked behind him as he like made his way back to the office. So he doesn't you get were, lost. Again. You were hurting yeah, him in. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine like a little squeaky voice, pimple face, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I was like in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't 13. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Petty. Uh, I love your music. 
I didn't know he played a character on the show. Yeah, he played uh, Luann's uh, husband eventually. Interesting. Yeah. If you go back actually and look at the regular voices on that show, I feel like there's a lot of people like just like Pamela Adlin, like mm-hmm. yeah, Brittany Murphy's yeah, Eva Root, uh, Brad Pitt played Boomhauer's brother. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows because I also like grew up in like I mean the city that they are they are set in is not real but like it's like a mix between dallas and arlington exactly and garland and it's like it's like a hodgepodge of all these like suburbs of dallas and like that's what i grew up in so it's very relatable yeah (laughs) yeah exactly uh anyways we could go we could have a spinoff podcast about let's do it oh my god let's watch the whole show and do a podcast about it okay (laughs) no one else do that that's ours don't steal our idea <laughs> i bet it exists already yeah it probably Fuck does them. can't be as good as ours true at one point bill and beer gets so pissed off and the ref who is half his size i don't know she's tiny so she's yeah it's comical it's like a it's like a robin big situation here <laughs> it's like a billy crystal in the giant in yes giant. Yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like trying to calm him down and it's like what are you gonna do little ref yeah <laughs> Well, also, she did. Like, she did fuck up in that moment. Though. She did fuck she, up. She like missed like a very important call. A uh, uh, Liz Cambage dirty elbow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she was standing right in front of it, staring at it, and they kept showing the video. Yeah. They kept showing the video with her like in the foreground, <laughs> staring off and at like she's looking at the play. But looks like maybe she's thinking about something else. Probably about her lasagna that she <laughs> forgot to defrost for dinner. Like, oh, oh, the shoot. referee was Garfield, by the way. <laughs> Tiny Garfield. That's why there was such a size discrepancy. It was a cat yeah. in a referee uniform. It's true. <clears throat> um, Garfield kind of has referee stripes. Yeah, he does. That's true. He, I would let him ref my match. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded horny. That, yeah, that was very horny. Yeah. No, no. I just, you know, any any kind of chess. Uh, I think he would be too lazy to. He'd just be like, yeah, whatever. He'd miss a lot of calls. Yeah. He'd be the Jack Donaghy. Not Jack Donaghy. <laughs> What's the Donaghy that fixed the games in the NBA? Oh. Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. <laughs> 30 Rock does a joke about it. Oh, okay. They have the same last name and Jack Donaghy calls oh, him his, his lazy, no, not like uh, good for nothing brother. Yeah. yeah Anyways. Yeah. Gabe is going to Google it, but yeah. I don't know if it's Tim Donaghy it. okay. is the name. Tim we Donaghy. Did it. Uh, he, he would be Garfield. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the third quarter ends 62 to 79. At this point, it's like the mystics would need they would need like fire under their butts and they just don't have it to come back because it's like the the gap keeps going from like 10 to 20. Yeah, essentially. They're kind of slowing down. They're not really ramping yeah. up. Yep. They just heaving desperation threes. They're not really they don't have the energy out there. Yeah, they, they might have been partying last night. Oh, that's true. Vegas. EDD might have been up all night posting captions on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Building out a content calendar for the dog's account. For Wrigley. (laughs) Asia Wilson did a really great layup and then does this like little dance. Oh, yeah. She got fouled. Got the end one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very cute dance. Also, at one point, Liz Cambage gets a basket and then puts her finger to her lips in a little like shh kind of motion. It was very cute. Which is was very cute and kind of badass. But then also, usually players do that when they're on the opposing team's court. Oh. As if to say, tell the crowd to <laughs> shut sh- up. Really? Like if the crowd's cheering against you, yeah. you make a basket and you kind of you shut them up. Yeah. So it was like kind of weird that she was... I don't, I don't know who she was telling the like, I think to shut up. That might have been a it might have been a flashback to the last game. Cause it was felt, it? I think it was this game. Okay. I don't know. It's it, to me it felt like it was just like a clip that they were playing from another game. No, I think it was from this game. Okay. Yeah, but but uh maybe she was telling the other team to shut up. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's telling Bill Lambier to shut up. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe she was telling the ref to shut up. Yeah. Uh, That's on brand for her. Um Ariel Power smacks away a Kelsey Plum shot that, I mean, it was just like a very cool block. And also, I, I always like to bring up that there's two aerials <laughs> on the Mystics, one under the sea, one in the air. It's great. 
Um, towards the end of the fourth quarter, all the starters are sitting out, kind of bringing in the bench. Uh, it the gap's too big. Yeah, they're, they're not going to make they're it. They're up by twenty. Yeah. yeah. Every time the Mystics get a bucket, the the Aces just kind of answer back. Yeah, and the final is seventy five ninety two. Aces take it away. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Go Aces. I mean, I did want I do want the Aces to make it to the finals and play the Sparks. I don't know the chances of that happening. I should say that the Sparks are playing right now as we record. I'm looking at Derek Fisher. He's wired up and he's yelling at the the players. Um so you all are going to know the the end of this game, but we're we're not. So it, we were thinking about going to Gabe it. Just pull it up. But the, the, oh wait, oh it's gone now. <laughs> All right, there it goes. Forty nine sun to thirty six sparks. No, that's not good. If the if the sparks lose this, they're out. Oh no, this is a elimination game for them. Um, but the one, just look really good. They look. They've the last two games. It was like, uh, how do you compete with this? Yeah. So it'll probably be Mystic Sun then. Well. Probably. We'll see. But will we know? No, we won't know for sure by the time this comes out, right? Because no. Tuesday there's games. Yeah. But this comes out Wednesday. Yeah. But I mean we might know sh- for sure Yeah. If, on Wednesday. If the if the if the Mystics Aces win. lose one more game, then they'll be, you know. Got it. But uh one thing that bummed me out was that this um, Sun Sparks game today was in Long Beach. It wasn't even on their home turf. Like they kind of don't get a home game, even though it's their fans, you know, that are going to be going to this. But I'm looking at the crowd right now and it's pretty thin. It's not going to be like if they were at Staples Center. And then we also looked up the Staples Center schedule and there's nothing going on today that we know of. Or Tuesday. That's some bullshit. Like, what the fuck? It's Why? a playoff game. Actually, I read about this oh, today. Oh, yes. Tell us, Gabe. It's like uh, the Staples Center is being used for like Emmy's runoff. <gasps> oh. oh. That makes sense. That's a Ew. bummer. I hate that. Uh, fuck you, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar's working on the Emmys right now. He's writing for him. Oh, uh, very proud of fault. you, but uh, fuck you. Yeah. That's kind of you fucked up, Edgar. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going I'm to have a chat with him about it. Um, let's give out some donkeys. Donkey! Okay. Most points, aces. Best shoes. My girl Liz was wearing some like lavender yeah. sneakers. There was a lot of good sh- uh, colors on the court. I love love a lavender. Yeah. Sucker. Those lavender ones were good. I didn't see who was wearing them, but there was a shot at one point along the, uh, the mystics bench and someone's feet were just like coming in, uh, to frame. And there were like these beautiful, like, like mystics red, like Nikes with like the yellow swoosh and laces. And they were really pretty. And I wish I had noted who they were. Yeah, the, that's the thing that bums me out. I was like, let's just get a couple close-ups of those shoes, talk about who's wearing them. We want to see them. <laughs> if we were doing commentary on games, uh, like announcing live, uh, that's what we would talk about. You know, <laughs> that's sure. one thing that the WNBA, I think, is like embracing more, um, that like the NBA has been doing for years, is like, let's look at the, t- the player's fashion. Like, let's yeah. look at like, mm-hmm. their lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Like The WNBA, I think... And I love the WNBA, but I think that presents itself in such like an like we're not going to talk about fashion. Like this is serious. Like this is an important. It's important that you know it's like women, yeah, women's professional sports, which is true. But like it can also be fun. Yeah. But so lately, it feels like we're starting to see more coverage yeah. of like their outfits, of their shoes, of like them looking like they're having fun and not like just being history right. makers. Yeah, like know? the WNBA's um, social media has been doing that thing, the pickup, where it's like, let's get to know the players a little bit more, ask them questions and yeah, stuff. more it's of like, that, please. Yeah, we should be doing that. We These are personalities that, like, part of the reason people love the NBA is because they love to love or hate a player. Yeah, and, like, on let's, and off the court. Yeah, let's get more of that. Okay, right, what else? What other... Um, That's Tattoo... I oh think, yeah, uh, Liz Cambage. I think has like several. 
several in the running, but I think that lion tattoo that I think, uh, did you note that? That was me. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was just, yeah. Yeah. She ha- on the call. back of her biceps, she has one rose and one lion and they're kind of outline. They're geometric they're really cool. like shapes. They're really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, best duo is going to go to Bill Lambier and that ref. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give worst call to that ref too. <laughs> She's gonna she's gonna win. She's gonna take the donkeys. <laughs> oh, has a ref ever won? No. No. I'm gonna uh most hair gel that ref. Because <laughs> we didn't know it before, but she's wearing a shiny amount of yes. hair gel. Too hair. much hair gel. She yeah. should probably tone it down in the future. Um Best Secret Identity. Uh the <laughs> was it Mike Tibbo? Oh yeah. <laughs> As the Six Flags man? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, Gabe, do you have one? Uh, yeah. Um, so they mentioned a couple of times, uh, the announcers did, that the assistant coach of the Mystics is Eric Tebow, the son of Mike oh, Tebow. Oh, right. It made me think of um, James and Robert Belushi in the movie Thunderstruck. <laughs> So I want to give the Robert Belushi Award to Mystics assistant coach Eric Tebow. I looked like you called him James Belushi. I don't think anyone's ever called him James. that. James. I respect great artists. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give most um, Terminator-esque to Elena Deladon. <laughs> EDD. Okay, so that is... Um, Essentially makes it a tie between the aces and that ref. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So congrats to both the aces and the ref. Yeah. You deserved it. <laughs> Should we just give one to the ref to let the ref win? Yeah. I mean, uh, can you think of another ref? Tiniest pants on the court. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congrats, ref. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, our next game, we're going to be covering another playoff game. We don't know what yet because it'll be all figured out. We That schedule will come out sometime soon. Yeah. It'll be the finals for you. Guys. And yeah, yeah. And that'll be yeah. the last WNBA game that we cover. Um, and then we're going to get back into the preseason of the NBA and we're going to do it all over again with season two of wow. Dunktown. Yay. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're doing, a, doing it up in seasons. Yeah. <laughs> we decided. Um, let's get into our mail basket. You got mail. Today, I'm sharing a Twitter message that we got uh, from Sam. And he says, hey, y'all, I just started listening last week, last week, but I wanted to say I love Dunktown and everything you all are doing. It's been crazy inspiring as a lover of basketball who sometimes is reluctant to be very public in that with respect to stuff like Derrick Rose or generally issues of unproductive forms of masculinity in relation to organized sports. So either way, just thanks and love Dunktown so much. Y'all are an inspiration. Wow. Love it. What a cutie. So cute. That's what we're here for, buddy. That was Sam. Yeah. Thanks. It's nice to hear. (laughs) It is. Oh, wait. He just DM'd you a dick pic. Oh, (laughs) shit. We'll forgive him. Uh, what well, men being horrible? We did talk about that quite a bit. Yeah, we did. Um, and how there's just so many horrible men out there. <laughs> yep. All right. If you want to send something to us, you can email us at hiadunk.town or leave us a message on our cutie hotline nine zero three four two zero dunk. Um, Mike, thanks so much for being here. Such uh, a pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um. Yeah, I listen to Airbuds. Uh, it's a podcast. Uh, you've probably heard all of us on this show. Yeah. So if you like this show, you might like our show. Uh, Michael Keaton, please come on and be a guest. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You to- should come on here first. <laughs> well, oh, if, if one of us gets Michael Keaton, can we promise that we'll all share, yes. share, we'll him? share him? Yeah, share him. Okay. We'll make a pact right now that we'll do a combined Airbuds. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, I'm Perfect. done. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, this was very fun. Thank you. Thank you to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey, as always. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash clotworthy. 